What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at realbuzztakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash realbuzztakes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. In prime. Well, I mean, she might have been driving. Still fucking no excuses, bro. All right. <laughs> Coming up on the pod, we've got Cannabis Keenan and the obtuse Dense Dolt back in studio as we discuss the movie Beverly Hills Cop. If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz route on the mic. You got Cannabis Keenan. He's all right. Caitlin is giving out. She can give and Calvin doesn't even know where he Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzzed crew. I'm Real Buzzed Rob. Don't worry about me. We got cocaine and coffee here. We're going to get wide and have a big party. That's good. Right there. And to my left, we have Keenan, <laughs> a.k.a. Keenan the Cannibal, a.k.a. Cannabis Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. <laughs> I used you to have done instead of that Seth Rogen's laugh would have been better for Keenan I think good morning his <laughs> <laughs> laugh so good I don't laugh like that whatever no no, no Seth, no. Seth, I, Seth I, know, yeah. I know but anyway good morning Romania <laughs> <laughs> and to my adjacent we have the obtuse dense dolt Calvin say hello Calvin how could you not notice a man sticking a banana in your tailpipe <laughs> Take it out of context. That yeah. is a great line. That's <laughs> really good. That's really good. And by the way, I did notice. Just didn't care. There you go. And there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, oh. And it was three bananas, just so we're clear. That was funny when he got given the bananas. But by Damon Wayans. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, awesome. take these bananas. You guys, you want some bananas? I'll give you some. <laughs> anyway. Uh, as you yeah, moving on. very well know, we're, we are reviewing Beverly Hills Cop. No, the first one, not not the second or the third. I, the second one's still good, but the third one I don't recognize as a Beverly Hills Cop movie. It's so bad. Well, when we were talking about doing this movie, the third one was the first one that I saw. Yeah, so it came it, out like 94, I think. Yeah, but I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I do want to see it again. Maybe one of these days we'll revisit the Beverly Hills Cop trilogy. Trilogy. Yeah, maybe. And there's a fourth one that, that is um, in what? production. What? Mm-hmm. With Eddie Murphy? Yeah. He just finished coming to America, which is coming out on Amazon Prime in a few days. I wish. Okay. I want to see that. It's the, the Honestly, man, the trailer looks really promising. I was really concerned because Eddie Murphy hasn't made a good movie since 1995. Not quite that long ago, but it's been a long fucking time since he's made a good movie. And Dolomite was good. Dolomite is my name was really good on Netflix. And this I thought was going to be a disaster because it's not a movie. It's, it's, first of all, it's a classic. It's Eddie Murphy's best movie it's his funniest movie it's the best movie he's ever made and so i thought a sequel might ruin it but the trailer looks really good i'm actually pretty excited hmm. yeah i haven't seen the trailer but i'm excited for it now that i know it's a thing have you both seen coming to america yes long time ago yeah. yes good morning my people fuck you fuck you <laughs> yes fuck, fuck you too <laughs> mama name and cassius i'm gonna call him cassius 
Yeah, and Eddie Murphy's all those characters being reprised. They're yeah. on the trailer. Yeah. Arsenio Hall. They're making Arsenio a much bigger part of this movie. He like they say it's like it's billed as an Eddie and Arsenio movie. Okay. So I'm excited. I'm I think in. it's gonna be good. I'm in. I, I think and it's then gonna he's be making good. another one of these too, huh? Beverly Hills Cop four. Well, I'm excited. Why not? I mean that Eddie is it <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> all right, I'll stop there. Uh release date. Raw. December fifth, nineteen eighty four. Director was Martin Brest. This is the second Martin Brest film we've done. Is it? I'm not abreast of what the first one was. You, if you were abreast of Martin Brest's career, you would know that we already reviewed his final feature film, Gili. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Stopped after well, that. Well, no, he, uh, he went downhill from this one. No, he's gone on record saying Gili just, he said, I'm not doing this ever. Is he dead or is he still alive? No, he's still alive. Okay, he he just... says Gili drew, like, made him quit. I can, I can understand He's like, I'm never why. doing this shit again. Yeah, working with... Uh, Belo, what what Benifer? Benifer, yeah, that's yeah, that was the couple. Benifer, Belo. <laughs> I, li- I like Belo too, though. Belo's nice. Yeah, that would have worked. <laughs> J Ben, J Ben, yeah, it, all good things. Belo, right, b- blow. <laughs> before this, uh, yeah, <laughs> so stupid. Before this, uh, Mr. Breast is known for two features that I'd never heard of, and after this, known for Midnight Run, which is a really critically acclaimed film. Yeah. Scent of a Woman, also a very critically acclaimed film. Al Pacino won an Oscar. <laughs> and also directed Meet Joe Black, and his final feature was Gigli. Giggly. I haven't seen Giggly. any of those. You haven't seen any of those? I haven't seen any of them. A lot of those are pretty good movies. Scent of a Woman's fantastic. I haven't seen any of those. Oh, dude, you got to watch Scent of a Woman. Yeah, and as we said probably on the Gigli episode, I still haven't seen that since then, though. You should, I haven't it's seen really it good. I, yeah, I, I highly recommend you watch it. It's it's one of it's it's like when Pacino first figured out that he was bigger than like characters and he just had to like play things in an absolutely absurd manner. And yeah, it, he just became Al Pacino. Yeah, but he finds that fine line between not overdoing it and also making it great. And it just and that's why he won the Oscar for it. There you go. And then he he, he kind of starts crossing that line with Heat because Heat was his next his next film. And Vincent Hanna, it just goes way off, way crazy. You'll get killed walking your doggy. <laughs> have you not seen Heat? Yes, I have seen yeah. Heat. Yes, yes, and yeah, same thing in uh, any given Sunday. But anyway, yeah, any given Sunday is also. Um, <laughs> cast lost me there for a minute. Cats, cats, cast. Eddie Murphy is Axel Foley. Judge Reinhold as Detective Billy Rosewood. Billy. And then John Ash, John Ashton is Sergeant Taggart. I only did three because I didn't, I couldn't find a fourth one I thought was worth going over. Not the. Uh... The lieutenant? No, what the Detroit lieutenant? No, the lieutenant for L.A. No, I, I, who the fuck is that guy? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we'll never know either. In this movie, he was good though. I liked him. He was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he played the straight man fine. Uh, what? Straight guy. You know, in comedy, there's a straight guy, the guy who plays it straight. There's probably a lot of straight guys. There's probably also a lot of gay guys. <laughs> yeah, which, which goes in. I have a big theory about someone being gay in this movie. <laughs> Uh, honorable mention to Jonathan Banks as Zach. I like John- Jonathan Banks. You know M- Mike Mike Erntrout. Oh, yeah, Mike, from Mike Erman Trout or whatever. Erman Trout from Breaking Bad. He was also in Flipper with Elijah Wood. I don't know if you've seen that movie. No. He's the guy that uh, kills Kenny or whatever or Mikey, and oh. then uh, yeah. you know he's he's like the main henchman. Oh, the movie or whatever. He's way younger. Though. He kills. Yeah, he's he got kills hair. Gale. No, Jesse kills Gale. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that <laughs> Wait, was him. That's Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's the. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's the guy at it's the like, beginning I don't who remember Gale. He knocks out Axel and yeah, then yeah. he kills uh, fucking oh what's his name, 
It doesn't matter. The yeah, and he's right. with he's with the bad guy at uh, the lunch. Gets the yeah. shit on him. Well, yeah, yeah, he has He's thrown across the buffet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah then, and then Axel Foley kills him in like one of those really eighties era police squad stances. Yeah. When he, like, yeah, on a knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I I didn't know I didn't know that was him. I I couldn't tell. I see. Like, it felt like I've seen him before. Oh yeah, and he has those eyes. Like he plays oh, yeah. with he's, the crazy eyes real well. Like, like, like I will eyes. fucking kill you. Yeah, not I mean, those not those lips. Shows that he at <laughs> one time molester lips had a full head of hair. <laughs> I'm so sorry, good did for you just him. say he has Jesus molester Christ. lips? I said not those child molester lips. Not okay. That's good to know. It's I a would if you could do me a favor <laughs> and give me a quick explanation of what child molester lips look like. Uh, the guy that plays Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Listen <laughs> to the Armageddon episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is this is something that's been referenced before. That's it what is. Calvin said about Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I don't remember him saying that, and I. St- will disagree with it if I didn't the first time. I can't remember well, right, what your take was, no, no. but you you it was a it was a clip for a while. Yeah, we we you all sent it to us. It was a, a clip. You I sent it to us. Anyway, yeah. moving okay. on. All right. Eddie Murphy. Uh, had two features before this. Uh one was 48 hours, the other was Trading Places. The latter was with Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis, and I remember this specifically because I, it was the first time I had seen a, a female breasts in a feature film, and it was Jamie Lee Curtis, and I'm like, whoa! And then my expectations were set so fucking high that every other pair of breasts I'd seen afterwards was like, well, those aren't near as good. In, in your entire life, every other pair of breasts? No, no, no. Just from, like, age 12 to 15. <laughs> okay. There you go. I mean, she set a pretty high standard. I'm like, that's what boobs look like? No, Rob, that's not what all boobs look like. Yeah. If anything, women should be mad at Jamie Lee Curtis for setting this unrealistic breast standard. I'll have to look at this. They're great. <laughs> They're fantastic. Who? Jamie Lee Curtis. Are you not aware of who she is? I don't really know. Are you fucking serious? Well, I'm sure I'm She's not. an old lady now. She's the main uh, Halloween. chick from Halloween. But she was the old lady in Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan. That's a weird movie of first reference uh why not do <laughs> i'm trying to think of one that calvin would know okay that's of, fair that's fair. like she's in a fish called oh. wanda and stuff like that yeah <laughs> she must have been way hotter when she was younger true lies clearly you haven't seen true lies because that's the best strip tease i maybe have ever seen oh. what no nudity though yeah i know a little disappointed kind of you see your butt cheeks you see some butt yeah really so while oh, Calvin's, wow. Yeah. See? You see what I'm talking about? Whoa. Those are way some... different when yes. she was younger. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. She's, she's not naked in this picture. But well, kind of. A... You can fucking no, see No, just the Google shirt, Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. trading places tits or some, some <laughs> variation of that. Tits. tits. I might have to change a filter on my Google just to be able to see that. <laughs> well, Calvin looks up boobs. Let's how move old... on with the cast. How old are you? Do you have filters set to block adult content on your Google search? I don't Google. I don't. I don't need. I don't know. <laughs> Grow up, Calvin. Is it a default? I never really get to see boobs, and I think that would pop up a lot more on Google. <laughs> and, all right. So after this, while Calvin's looking up uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's oh, breasts, I saw him. I was just seeing how many there were. After this, Eddie Murphy goes on a fucking unbelievable run. Two. Beverly. It's only, it's only two boobs. <laughs> Why would she have more than two boobs? Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> So Beverly Hills Cop 2 and 3, with 4 coming. Then he did Coming to America, Another 48 Hours, Harlem Nights, Vampire in Brooklyn, The Nutty Professor, Mulan, Dr. Doolittle franchise. Oh, my God. Shrek Mulan. franchise. Great. I Spy, Showtime, Daddy Daycare, The Haunted Mansion. And most recently, he was pretty – the movie was critically panned, but his performance was heralded, uh, Mr. Church. Hmm. 
Yeah, I haven't seen any of his new releases, but the movie Showtime, I think, is him and Owen oh, Wilson. I love it. No, 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 no. You're thinking of I Spy. Oh, that's I Spy? Yeah. All right, I love Showtime that Showtime is him and De Niro. Oh, then I don't know that one. It's good. But I loved I Spy. I Spy is great. Yeah. Anyway, Eddie Murphy. I loved him as uh, Mushu. Yeah, and he's they, that character is not in the new Mulan, is it? No, no, no it's not yeah, because because it's a talking sucks. dragon, and they didn't they didn't right. really go whimsical with this one. Is Mushu? <clears throat> no, he's not racist, Rob. Is Just it? No. Okay, because all I think about is Mushu pork. I don't know who Mushu is. What <laughs> Mushu pork? I, I think you're making it racist. It's a dish. I, I don't know. I'm just. I'm not saying it is. I'm asking questions. Well, the question itself makes it racist. I'll tell you a story about my dad once. Uh, it was a Larry David moment. We were at a Japanese steakhouse. You know where they cook in front of you and stuff. Yeah, of course. And uh, <laughs> as we were finishing up the meal, he always drank a lot of the sake and stuff like that. Sure. Know? As we were finishing up the meal, he was like, "Let me ask you something." To the chef, he's like, "Who's this General Sao guy?" What's up with that? He's made up. Well, and the guy though is Japanese, and General Sao's figure is Chinese. <laughs> and I was very, very embarrassed at the time. The guy was like, "I, I don't know. I can't help you." <laughs> it would have been great if he would have played along with it though. <laughs> yeah, and he, he was just, he was fucking. Around. I don't, I don't know, sir. I'm not Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> he was just drunk. Oh, that's hilarious. Talk about this General Sao guy. Well, first of all. That's Chinese, and Americans made that up. He's not real. It's it's straight out of like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. That's how I felt. It was a want to get away ah. moment for me. Yes, yeah. Your Should last name, your, like... your last name's Black. It's like if my name was Larry Jew. Yeah. Should but anyway, where where were we? Where'd you get all those orange chicken from, Sue? Chickens, chicken froms, chickens from. Jesus Christ, Calvin! How much did you drink before you I, came zero. here? Zero. Uh, this is literally my first one. I just Ain't had no claws of... when you're drinking the claws, though. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, I concur. <laughs> I got him on that one. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Calvin's a little gigglier than uh, I anticipated him being. Judge Reinhold, which it's vi- can we all agree that it's very presumptuous to fucking name you? It's like naming your kid King or Prince. Judge? I just, I don't think the name fit the guy. Not yeah, at all. Not at all. Not at all. He's no. such a goofy looking dude. He's oh, yeah. a goofy everything and about the dude. he plays that. Like, yeah. yeah, and he, he plays, plays it like, so well in this. But he like, plays like that... Um, uh, like school counselor yes. vibe very yes. well. Like, he does. Yeah. When he's, when Axel and, uh, oh, what's the female character's name? I can't remember. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. Sandy or something. Yeah, but it's not Sandy, Sandy but. Sandra D. Axel's, Julie Summers Axel's or something. Axel's female friend who lives in L.A. who runs the like art Miss gallery. Sanders, Miss Summers, something like that. But anyway, uh, when they're in and they're actually finding the cocaine and stuff and uh, Judge Reinhold's waiting out in the car, like, keeping look at like, the oh. faces that he's making, <laughs> like, alone is so fucking good. Oh, my favorite is when he's in the strip club. Oh, yeah. That's, he's I mean, the best. Like, it's okay if your dick gets hard, Billy. <laughs> I ain't on duty, so my dick can get hard. <laughs> uh, Judge Reinhold, before this known like, for- I think she likes me. <laughs> you, you think? Yeah, he would be the guy who thinks strippers oh, like yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Before this, Judge <laughs> is known for Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Gremlins. After this, known for Beverly Hills Cop 2 and 3, the Santa Claus franchise, and then lots of guest TV spots. That, I mean, he made all of his money on Beverly Hills Cop, the Santa Claus, and Fast Times. And Gremlins, which that's a, that's a lot of franchises. Oh yeah, and I I I thought he hadn't been in anything really because I haven't seen the Santa Claus movies and stuff like that. But no, he he hasn't been in a lot. But he's 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 been a bit player in a yeah. bunch of things. And I think he's popped up in some random TV shows that I've seen recently. Oh, yeah. You know, he, I so. believe me, believe you me, he has. <laughs> Shout out to Judge Reinhold. Jeanette was her name. Jeanette, Jeanette. yes. Uh, John Ashton, before this known for, uh, the, I, we just did Wonder Woman. He was in a Wonder Woman television series where he played a Nazi henchman. Oh, oh. nice. <laughs> yep. Guested on MASH and Starsky and Hutch. 
After this, known for a lot more TV, like the A-Team, Twilight Zone, he was in the film Some Kind of Wonderful, Midnight Run, which is the same director, so that Uh adds up. And most recently, and what I remember him most for was his role in Gone Baby Gone. Oh, okay. I knew I had seen him in something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's Ed Ed Harris's partner in that movie. Okay, I don't remember. I need to see that again. I've been meaning to watch he it gets, again. He gets but... killed towards the end of the movie. Spoiler alert. Oh, well, thanks a lot. Now yeah. I don't need to watch it again. Yeah. Yep. But I knew that I had recognized him from something else recently, but I figured even if I looked it up on IMDb, I'd be like, I, I don't remember him in any of this shit. He's got a that guy face. He's been in a yeah. ton of shit. Yeah, but I've, I mean, I loved this movie as a kid, so always loved him. From this. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. shout out to that guy. John, Taggart. John Ashton. That's his name. I like Taggart. That's a good name. For- Moving on to net worths. Two, Two chains. chains. All right, we'll start with Eddie Murphy. He's got to be worth some shadow. He's got some fazoles. He's got some fazoles. He's got some fazoles. <laughs> All right, so let's see how Robbie reacts to this. I'm going to say $250 million. Okay. No, that, that's, that's a pretty good guess. Okay. We'll take it. 275. Uh, 200 million. 200 mil. I was honestly. Black. What? <laughs> what? It should be 250 easy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he should yeah, be. Yeah, I agree. If Tom Cruise is worth 400, Eddie Murphy. Fuck. Well, yeah, but Tom Cruise is all the Mission Impossibles and shit like that. No, no, maybe it's Scientology. Uh, Tom Cruise might not be a, a great comparison. Uh, his comedic counterpart, who would be not black. I can't think of it. But two hundred. I feel. And I know that's a lot of money. It's an incredible amount of money. But for what he's done, right. And how fun, how fucking funny he he's is. He's a household name. For that sure. is. I think he's undervalued at two hundred million. I think so too. There's, honestly. there's a stand up. Yeah, there's a stand up bit. I can't remember who did it, but it's, it's a comedian talking about the first time he went to Eddie Murphy's house. Yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah. And Eddie was like, you want to smoke some weed? And he, like, gave everybody their own joint because I guess he's kind of a germ freak. So he didn't want to, like, pass the joints I've around. I've heard this exact same story. Yeah, I can't remember where I heard that. I but think I guess it was Neil just... Brennan. It was uh, maybe it was. was Neil Brennan or, or, it was, or it was Chris Rock. I, yeah, I can't only, remember exactly who it was. He hangs out with a select group of people. He hangs yeah. out with Chappelle. He hangs out with Rock. He hangs out with Neil Brennan. And he hangs out. Like, you hang out with a lot of people. That's weird. That's so. Yeah, but instead of, like, passing around a joint or a blunt, he, like, gave everyone yeah, so their no, own. Everyone, everyone yeah. has their own. It was Chappelle. Chappelle had to have. It had to have been Chappelle. When you got $200 million, though, you know, you can do that. I feel like it was somebody weird, though. Like, you wouldn't. I, I feel like it was Hannibal Burris, maybe, or Aziz okay, Ansari maybe or could, something. Could, not Aziz, but maybe Hannibal Burris. I don't think it was I sneezed, I'm sorry. I think it was Hannibal Burris. Yeah. It could Hannibal I could see. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that's a that's a baller ass move when you have two hundred million dollars. That's cannabis Keenan weighing in on that one for you guys. <laughs> I wish I could do that if you came to my house, but no. <laughs> dude, dude, Keenan's Here's like if you let you hit the bowl. <laughs> yeah. I got a one hitter for you. You wanna chill him? <laughs> okay, Judge Reinhold. Um I'm going to hope, I'm going to say $5 million. Okay. Two. Five, it's on the dot. Oh, oh. that's that fuck you money, bitch. <sighs> Keenan has to take a shotgun. No, I, I think that's, uh, <laughs> I, some people think that, I think he's, that's perfect for him. I think yeah, that's he, good. He's good very, he's very good at what he does. He's kind of a bit player guy. Uh, very funny. He plays the that kind of same character really well. Yeah. Five million's good. Here's a random thought, but maybe he's one of those guys too that doesn't live in LA. So that five million could stretch a lot further. You I know? feel like he is one of those guys that doesn't live in yeah. LA. I feel like he comes out there to work, but he lives, he lives in like Michigan or something. Yeah. He just lives a comfortable life, you know, not even like a huge city. Like he lives in, uh, I don't know, uh, like battle, like battleground or, no, no, Battle something. Battle Creek. Battle Creek. Battle Creek, Michigan. Yeah. He lives in a town like that. Yeah, lives in the Wells Fargo, uh, North Dakota. Yeah, 
And his five million <laughs> is going way there. further there than the five million in LA is not a lot. Oh yeah. He'd be out on his ass in a year. Yeah, like homeless people are worth a million dollars in LA. <laughs> I gotta move out to LA. John, John Ashton. <laughs> you homeless? Uh seven hundred and fifty K. Okay. I'll say a million. Round it up to a million. This is Trigger. Taggart. I'm Taggart? Taggart. Trigger? Trigger. There's Trigger. Uh, he's, I would say a, a range. Okay. Home home on the range. So you say one million, you say a range. Can you give me the range? <laughs> five to 1.2. Backwards. So 1.2 to five? No, 500,000 to 1.2. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, he, it, it is a range. Calvin's right, but it's one to five million. So you guys aren't. That's like always the range. No, if it it's is. a range. That's like always the range. I should have stuck with the five though. Of one point two to five, that was close. Yeah. One to five. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Somewhere in between there. I, you know, uh, he seems I, that's that's not no money. He probably lives in East Lansing. Yeah, I think he you probably know. is in Michigan. He too. lives he lives in Scranton, Pennsylvania, or maybe even <laughs> Gary, Indiana. Uh, Gary, Indiana. Gary, <laughs> yeah. Indiana is where that guy like probably that. lives. Yeah. Neosho, Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Is that a real, I, I live yeah. in this state. That, is that a real place? Yeah, Neosho. Neosho. Yeah. Just, just because right you sing it in a funny me. way doesn't mean I've heard, I'll we really, to, suddenly ring southern, a bell. It's southern Missouri. We used to go to debate tournaments down there. Forensics right, is what I right do. Right down the street from dramatics. Myconium. What's up? You can get some. Uh, You're just like, what? Neosho. You know, Neosho. Like, <laughs> I, that fucking means nothing to me. And I was the only one that ever sang that. Like that, too. Neosho. <laughs> so that's, that's not even a thing. That's just your thing? That's my thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Give some. Peach knee high flow. It should be a fucking thing, though. It's pretty cool, right? Sure. Specs and deets. <laughs> yes, indeed. Runtime. <laughs> one hour, 45 minutes. You know, I thought when I saw the runtime, I thought it was going to drag. It doesn't at all. No, dude. It's, it moves along It feels so tight. Fast. It feels yeah. very tight. And the hour 45, I thought, there's no way this movie needs to be. I thought the pool scene was just the only thing I was like, eh. The pool scene. Like where they're shooting oh, pool. sorry, shooting pool. I thought swimming pool. Well, they had to show that he had a little bit of a connection with Mikey, I think. Yeah, like no. And, and yes. before Mikey getting killed. The whole movie is based around him investigating Mikey's murder. They had to show that there was some kind of an actual friendship there. I guess. Okay. But the whole like, oh, 102, 20, 40, 60. Yeah, keep Calvin, it. That took, a, that took, that took 3.2 seconds. I didn't understand it. Three and a half seconds. And it also shows that Mikey's kind of like, you know, he's he's down on his luck probably. He's betting money, money yeah, around. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. The guy threw down 100 bucks in 1984. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, but he, he lost the bet that he made, and then later on he ends up telling he's in trouble and stuff like that, so he's trying to get money back, you know? All right, here's where it, get in, here's where it gets interesting. Budget, $14 million. Okay. That's Seems in, like a in, lot for in 84. That's, a, that's not a small budget. Nothing to sneeze at. No. It, it opened at $15 million. Oh. Domestically, it grows two hundred and thirty-four million. Fucking shit. Globally, it grows three hundred and sixteen million dollars. No wonder on a they're making fourteen a million. But they should have been like, God damn, like, man! Fast and the Furious fran- franchise doesn't have that like that profit margin. So if you can imagine, they should have been making fucking one of these a year. I mean, it- yeah, but then like you said, the second one's all right, and then the third one is not that great. Second one, no, the second one's really good. The third okay. one just sucks major I ass. need to see the third one again. Yeah, but if they're pulling in money like that, man, yeah. cranking them out. You, I think you miss third... one, you're okay. Yeah, no, when, when your profit yeah. margin <laughs> is $14 million to 316 I think you can afford to have one dud. Right, and people, if people like you that much, they're probably going to laugh off the third. I mean, this was probably when Eddie Murphy may have been the biggest, like after this movie, 
and the subsequent three or four he filmed, he was probably the biggest movie star in the and world. He was young in this too. How old was he? Uh, really young. Because I think was, like, oh, I don't know how old he was exactly, but it was like two years after that delirious stand up or whatever. So he, he was, was like twenty one or twenty two when he did that. Yeah, he was on top of the fucking world. He may have been twenty. Like. No, he was no older than twenty five in this movie. Because I'm thinking like Daddy Daycare Eddie Murphy. Like when I picture Eddie Murphy in my head, that's <laughs> you picture old Eddie like Murphy. Old Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I think he's not that old. He's probably fifty when he did that. 50? What the fuck? That's old. That's not old. I mean, I'm not saying he's like 80, but I mean, yeah. that's not 20. He was like... It's middle age. He was younger than we are now in the, in the, first, in the movie we just watched. Yeah, by like yeah, 10 he years. Was super young. I, that's what I'm saying. He was young. Okay, Now great. he's older. 10 years for you guys, you old fucks. I'm only like six <laughs> years older. Though, you know? <laughs> Calvin's the oldest. That's right. And the wisest. Oh. Uh... <laughs> I didn't say my butt. Well, that's some good good numbers for this one. I see why they started a franchise. Plot keywords. Number one, cocaine. cocaine. Number, number two, stripper. Number three, bare breasts. Number four, violence. Number five, banana in a tailpipe. Oh, that much violence. That's, that's, a, like that's a keyword? Banana in a tailpipe, yeah. Oh, okay. This is a keywords. Keywords. It's plot keywords. Plural. I wonder what other movies have that in it. Probably like some, should search it. some <laughs> Curious <laughs> George. And, you know, yeah, you're, you're like, going to get a lot of monkey movies, right? Kangaroo Jack. Ma- maybe Congo. Uh, yeah. yeah. Romancing the Stone. Because <laughs> they're in a jungle in that movie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and Romancing, Sick It in the Tailpipe. Anyway. Tarzan. King Kong. Yeah. Yeah. What, what other monkey movies can we think of? Uh, what's the one with the sign language monkey? Dunstan checks Dustin in. Dunstan checks in. Dunstan yeah. checks in. That's a major champ uh, movie. What's that? Uh, Mighty Joe Young. Yeah, Mighty Joe Young. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Planet of the Apes. Damn. Oh, there we go. Well, anyway, all right, now, so, we're, yeah. now we're good. I uh, bet there's a lot of banana in a tailpipe. Yeah, what's the one is. with the with the rock that they just did? Rampage. Rampage. Watched Rampage. it a couple nights ago. Not bad. Pretty stupid. Not bad. I enjoyed it. I, mean, I wouldn't I say when I knew it. that it was the video I game. I wouldn't I say like, it was good. Uh, well, but it's not bad. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was good. I mean, like, I it's watchable. Yeah. It's a rock movie, which right. all his movies are kind of just watchable. And yeah. I like the George, yeah. the Dude, big he, white gorilla. Yeah, that's given cool. yeah, George was cool, but given he also did a movie called Skyscraper, that's what where it's just about him escaping a skyscraper. Like, you, there's not a high level of of um, I don't have a lot to to I don't have a lot of. What's where I'm looking for? Expectations when it comes to watching a rock movie. Why? Because it's skyscraper <clears throat> and rampage. And that's that's why when they're good or not that bad, it's like, all right. Like Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I love that uh, movie. What fucking awesome. Yeah. The, the first Jumanji was great. Wasn't that bad. The second one sucked. I kind of liked it. I did not like it. The first it. one was really good, though. The first one was really good. I enjoyed the first one. It was really good. I, I like- We were so disappointed at the movie theater when we saw the second one. Because we were like, holy shit, that was amazing. I watched the second one on the back of an airplane. So, or like, you know, like on an airplane seat. So, well, I, we went to the movie fine. theaters because we were so excited yeah. for it. And I, it was like, oh. I like that uh, Jillian Gillian. Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when she, <laughs> she's trying to be like, walk sexy. Yeah, the fight <laughs> After, dancing. The and, fight. Yeah. Well, that was good, though. The fight dancing was good. But her, like, sexy walk where she was like, like clicking her eyes. Is this yeah. from the first one? Because I don't remember. Yeah, it was this. the first one. Oh, when God. she was like walk, trying to distract him, and the girl was like, Jack Black was trying to teach her how to be yeah, sexy. Yeah, right. Because it's right before she does the fight, the yeah. sexy girl is was Jack Black. Yes, and yeah. she was teaching her how to be sexy because she was a nerd, and she just <laughs> was terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. So there we go. <laughs> Taglines. <laughs> did you already do that? Oh no. No, no, no. We did. Keywords. Keywords. These Keywords. are taglines. Uh, there's two. Uh, the neither are very good. Welcome to the jungle. Taglines. In Detroit, a cop learns to take the heat. In L.A., he learns to keep his cool. 
I'm not even sure that describes this movie at all. I don't not think really. so. Yeah, he, he does, does ever really keep his cool. cool. Does he ever learn to keep his? No, he does not. And he didn't learn to take the heat. And no, and no, I, I agree. I th- that tagline, it, while it sounds kind of, it, it describes this movie not at I all. I think they just wanted to work in heat <laughs> and cool. Right. Yeah. No, I get that. It just it, well, the, if you can imagine, the second one is actually worse. Nice. Okay. What is it? He's been chased, thrown through a window, and arrested. Eddie Murphy is Detroit cop on vacation in Beverly Hills. Yeah, that's bad too. Way bad. Yeah. It's it, first of all, it's wordy. It's very wordy, and it's it's not creative at all. Like there are no adjectives in this tagline at all. It just says it just literally describes who's who's been chased, thrown through a window, and arrested. Eddie Murphy is a Detroit cop on vacation in Beverly Hills. Well, that is factually a lot more descriptively accurate than the first one. It's so bland and so shitty. It's it, it's got no pizzazz. When is he chased, really? When? Well, I guess when tail. he's in the cigarette truck, kind of. But yeah. he's not being. He's not driving the cigarette truck. But he's he's just, in the back. Yeah, not chased, but tailed a lot. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I just think he did get thrown through a window. I just got thrown through a fucking window. Yeah, he de- that's the crazy part, man. I can't. <laughs> What's the fine for being thrown out of a car? Jaywalking. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. No, dude, that's 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 just uh, being I'm, being in Beverly Hills while black. Yeah. Whoa. Well, yeah, I wrote down. It's good to see the LAPD were still pieces of shit back in the eighties. Well, yeah, this was this was pre OJ, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. pre Rodney King. Yeah, they've always been pieces of shit, though. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, maybe they're doing better now. I don't live out there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I I don't think it's I don't think it's I don't think it's it's accept uh, acceptable, right? It's time for the canopsis. Who's your canopsis? Can give us Keenan's Keenan. Well, I want Keenan's canopsis to be exactly that second tagline, but in the Keenan voice. It's kind He's of like, is. oh shit! I just uh, what do you mean that's bad? It kind of is. A synopsis is he different. Chase thrown out a window. A Can't stand the heat. Yeah, I'm doing like a radio ad for you. You're driving in your car, and uh, <laughs> give me the zoosh again. <laughs> Axel Foley is an undercover cop from Detroit who finds himself in sunny Beverly Hills after an old friend of his is murdered. Foley is initially seen as a headache for the Beverly Hills PD, but they quickly realize that this silly seeming out-of-town detective is on to a real hot chem- God damn it. <laughs> a real hot criminal plot involving drugs, murder, and German bearer bonds. In Beverly Hills Cop. Coming to a theater near you in 1984. Uh, we should say you can watch this on, well, I don't think for free. I think I, I, think I ran it. Did you guys yeah. rent it on Amazon Prime? Yeah, I ran it on okay, Amazon. Okay, I did too. Yeah. $3.99. Yeah, $3.99 Amazon for Prime. HD. It's not bad. If you, if you can go without the HD, it's $2.99. Yeah, I got the HD, but I was very tempted because to buy it, it was only $7.99. So I was like, fuck, I know I'm going to want to watch this again, but I didn't buy it. I just rented it. Doesn't cost that much more to go first class. Yep. Two ninety nine versus three. But anyway, so yeah, that's uh, that's what happens in this movie. I love this movie. That was pretty good. I enjoyed it too. Yeah, that was really good, Keenan. Thanks, bro. All right, time for the robust rundown. Calvin, we'll start with you. Why is it always me? Because I you're least, not here very often. The least to offer. I you like to see homos naked. Oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> no, my home wearing Micah. The one with the three-inch penis. <laughs> Just keep it, <into> Rob. <laughs> you use your tongue prettier than a twenty-dollar whore. Calvin, while you're finding your notes, let me ask I'm you. Trouble. Rob's distracted me. So this was the first time you had seen this movie. It was, yeah, it was. It was, 
and I enjoyed it. And you did, because my very first note says this movie also reeks of the '80s with the heat is on at the beginning. So great I'm sure soundtrack. Calvin is gonna hate this fucking soundtrack. Movie. Is great. I actually really enjoyed it. The it heat didn't, is it didn't on. Feel, besides the soundtrack and like, like the uh, the soundtrack. The soundtrack. <laughs> Sorry, the soundtrack. The soundtrack. The, the, it's on. Uh, you saying soundtrack or subtract? So, soundtracked. Soundtrack. Yeah, you got to have the sound. The, yeah. Anyways. Um, Gotta have some traction on that. Sound. I swear to God, I had notes, but I think I accidentally just deleted them. So uh, fuck. I really liked. Uh, um, I'll just remember the movie. Um, you want to just sprinkle in? Yeah, we'll just yeah. Let's in. do that. I would it, say it, the only thing I remember from my notes that really caught my attention, and we had talked about it before we came on mic, was the part where he was in there with Surge, and I was dying laughing at home, and I looked at Michaela, and she wasn't laughing at all, and I was like. The fuck that was so funny. Like that was when he's like, "What? How much you get for something like this? One hundred thirty-eight thousand." He's like, yeah, I'm "Get the fuck out of here!" Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here, man! I sold it myself. Get the fuck out of here! And it just kept going. I was like, "That is awesome." Well, yeah, from the first time you see Surge, like when uh, Foley walks in or whatever, he's like, "I need to talk to Jeanette Sanders or whatever. She's a friend of mine." He's like, "Ah, oh, she's very busy today. She's very busy." I don't know. Go. Go ahead, and then Mark or whatever the guy, or he's like, Mark, go tell uh, Miss Jeanette that Ahmed Foley, Ahmed Foley, Foley, he's here for you. Ish, yeah, Ish, is. Ishmael Foley, Foley, Serge bats a hundred percent. Yeah, oh, he's great. And they never show him again until the scene where they come back in and they're asking to like take her to the warehouse. But that's the thing about Serge's character. His character works so well because. You uh, get a little bit. You you want a little bit at a time. He 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 comes in with that fire, but if if he's there too much, it becomes it's too much. I, it felt like recurring. Like every time they showed her, maybe he would get a little bit or something. And yeah. it was only two times in the very beginning and at the very end. Yeah, you sir, know what it just reminded me of? Surge is dope. You know that movie, The Breakup, with uh, Vince Vaughn and Jen Aniston for sure. Yeah, Jen Favreau. Uh, and she works. Jennifer Aniston works for that art dealer or whatever. And yeah. Justin Long is kind of like the yeah, surge yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, he is the surge character. You he's get a little a bit more of him that, in that. Oh yeah, yeah. And he he's funny as shit in that movie too. Happy so holidays. Maybe a little bit thank more, you for sir. calling this gallery, Justin. Why are you saying happy holidays? I just feel like customers get a much better response from me when I answer the phone saying happy holidays. Justin Long, great Instagram follow too. Great really? podcast. We can plug his podcast if you want. Yeah. What What is it? Uh, Life is short or whatever. Life is short with Justin Long. Yeah. Yes. What's up, Justin Long? Come on the podcast. Yeah, man. We'd love to have you on. Yeah. I, I love Tusk. We'll do Jeepers Creepers or uh, Dodgeball or something. Or uh, any of your movies. I'm, I know there's a lot of What's that one where he goes to the school? How about Accepted? We accepted. could do Accepted. Yeah. yeah. We could do the Die Hard, Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah. We actually should do some Die Hard movies. So. I'd be into that. Yeah. Live Free or Oh. Anyway, what's up, Justin Long? This is really good. <laughs> uh, so, what are we doing now? Am I am I giving notes? I don't care. Do you want me to start? You can start. I have I have um, a thing that that it's not. I I'll, I'll preface this by saying I'm not the first person to notice this, but I subscribe to this theory. What? Okay, you can go ahead. Character Axel Foley is gay. Yeah, I could see it. Why? Think about it. The running. So there's a bunch of shit that... that, that, that Dramatic pause. They're very... All right, so they're at the bar, right? He's very handsy with his friend Mikey Tandino. They're kind of like... He tells him he loves him. No. Mike tells him he Mike, loves him. Right. Mike says, yeah, because I love you. Like, they, dude, they had a very, very handsy relationship. And he also has instant chemistry with the gay characters at multiple points in this movie. You'll take note of 
Damon Wayans, you'll take note of Surge. He has great chemistry with both of those characters. He has literally nice, no fe- someone's being nice, he has mean- he has no female love interest and it shows no interest in any female. He literally has a female in his hotel room and has no interest in having sex with her. He per- I mean the, the whole He's point bang every single girl you're friends with. Why not? <laughs> He's just, just trying to figure hey, out his friend's know, mother. Hey, hey, buddy, buddy, buddy. This is my theory. You said it wasn't. You said you subscribed to it. I, that, all right, thank you. That's true. <laughs> it's a theory that uh, that I've heard and that once watching this film, I now subscribe to. I think you just hope. Dude, there's a fucking running joke about a banana and a tailpipe. Yeah, I mean, I can That's see That's getting it. fucked in the ass. But how's that a gay thing? Getting fucked in the ass? It's about, I mean... Well, anybody I mean, can get fucked yeah, in the ass. Yeah, there's lots of girls like that, too. Unless you were born without a butthole, which, if that's the case, write in, please, because I want to know about Okay, okay, he also makes, very bi- he makes a couple very specific observations about Billy and Taggart's cocks and whether or not they get hard at a strip club. Talks a lot about the dicks and does an on-the-spot gay man character when trying to talk to Victor Maitland at the country club. Don't, don't we do that, though, too? That kind of stuff? Hey, Calvin. You talk about a lot of gay pornos, too. That's true. I'm just, I, I'm trying to make an interesting thing. This is a podcast. We're I supposed to it, talk about shit. I could see shit. it being true. I for never, fuck's sake. I had never heard of that theory before. I could I'm see it being true for sure, though. Devil advocating. Does he Does he have a love interest in any of the other movies? What? Like uh, not professor? not not till the third one. Not till the third one? The third one, he does have a love interest. But the second one, no love interest. I'd say that shoots down the theory, though. Yeah, right. But I don't, I don't consider the third one canon. <laughs> All right. We'll see in the fourth. Maybe his love interest will be a dude. I'm telling you, man. It's just it's normally in these action comedies. There, okay. You can say there's no female love interest, but there is not a potential male love interest. And I think Mikey fucking Tandino seems like a potential male love interest. <laughs> he shows up at his fucking apartment. He tells him he loves him, which was one of my notes. Yeah, but Good I tell call. you guys, I love you. Yeah, but not while like my like you have your hands on my face. They, to go with what you guys time for you though, bro. Right. Yeah. To what you guys told me earlier too, they had to show how much they cared for each other. No, 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 no. I get that. They had to like establish a bond. Brothers, I understand that real fast. That being said, though, that's how I they were. It, they were. Tu- they were touching each other a lot, man. <laughs> yeah, they were. Uh, yeah. Speaking I of which, wait, I, could, uh, I could see it. I'll sprinkle in since you're talking about it. I, it's one of my notes that I forgot that his friend Mikey really likes to leave doors open. He left the front door open. He was just sitting there with his chair holding the fridge open yeah. when he got there. Yeah, weird. okay. What el- when else did he leave a door open? I'm just trying to dig deep, Rob. Okay, all right. No, he did do that. That's true. <laughs> he did just, that. I mean, he was only in it for like five minutes, so that's, uh, that's two doors in five minutes. Two doors, five minutes. Right. Keenan, um, should I keep going, or do you have to? That, that was my whole Axel Foley's gay theory, so that, <laughs> that, that, was, the whole, that was the whole theory. That I mean, I, yeah, I, I never had heard that theory before. I have I other notes, but... Yeah, well, don't don't feed him. Anyway, well, so I don't know. I just wrote down, just going from the top. I wrote, I love Axel Foley from the first time that you see him talking about, like when he's trying to sell those cigarettes, and he's like, "I'm a businessman, man. I'm a businessman. You want to be? You want to fuck around? I don't know. I that's can't. not just, Axel. That's just Eddie Murphy. I know. Eddie I can't Murphy. talk like Eddie Murphy. He but, just talk, yeah. talk, talk through it. So like, fucking good. You, you know, you, you don't know have a chance he, to think about something. He ad libbed all of that. Oh, and sure. the, yeah, yeah. And, but then I love the fucking the scene when the cops show up and they're chasing because that fucking semi. Is just plowing through cars, too. Like, they turn on that pedestrian street, and there's, like, that Chevy Nova or whatever that it fucks up, and it, like, wraps around the light pole. 
You get, I mean, they just plowed through so many cars. I don't know. I started cracking up. Part of where their four, 14 mil went. Yeah, yeah. And this just is brutally destroying <laughs> those cars. This is what brought me to this point. So we're to understand that he's gone undercover without authorization multiple times and still hasn't been fired. But even this time, he was like, you better not do it again, fully. Well, and he took that truck. It was like, where'd you get that truck full of cigarettes anyway? And, and after, <laughs> after like he, out of evidence or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he completely fucks up. And he he shows absolutely zero remorse for the mistake and is a mass, just the most insubordinate person ever. Like, he fucked up bad. He should be begging to keep his job. He's like, oh, what do I do, Captain? Do you think I did something bad? It's like, no, dude, you fucked up bad, and he's just being a complete insubordinate asshole about what it. What do you say when he's getting pulled? He's like, I don't even strike. I don't smoke Lucky Strikes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I smoked the Newport King size or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and and then when he is being reprimanded by the chief, which shout out to Paul Reiser just being his buddy in the police department randomly there for a little bit or whatever. Yeah, uh, Paul Reiser. locker. Oh, yeah. that's not my that's locker. That's not my locker. <laughs> Paul Reiser, also in War on Everyone. He is. Yeah, he he was the police chief. Then. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was the police chief in that. So, and I wanted to bring up the police chief because this is such a stereotypical uh, action movie police chief where he's just like, God, God damn, damn it, Foley! I swear to God, this is the last time. Not to go to man so far on my ass. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and it reminded me so much of Last Last Action Hero, which was after this clearly, but like, yes, it's the same vibe with like, and how the kid in that movie's like, really, you guys love each other and everything like that. But yeah, I don't know. It's that tough so love. Yeah, exactly. God damn it, Axel. You're, You're the, the best, best goddamn young detective I've ever seen, but god damn it, I don't like your methods. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> well, what it's like. Well, he tells him, like, on the phone, too. He's like, he tells you a great young detective. Yeah, if you think he's not doing what he should be doing, stop reinforcing his behavior by telling him how awesome he is before you tell him what he did wrong. Axe, God damn it, Axe, you're the best goddamn cop well, I've ever seen. I think they seen. have to say that because all the time, it's like he, he sees, like, the cops in the strip, or the bad guys in the strip club. Like, he's good at picking up on bad shit. Yeah. No, yeah. we had that strip club, yeah. Which, hey, I couldn't take the $2,000. I would have known I was a cop right away. Yeah, yeah, that's good <laughs> stuff. And I, I, he's very, just like whenever he needs to become someone, you see it multiple times where he's checking in the hotel and he's like, oh, yeah, I, you're looking for a Rolling Stone Axel Foley. That's that's yeah. probably what the confusion is. Yeah, yeah. Then later on when he's in the warehouse and the security guard catches him, he's like, hey, man, I'm glad to see you. You have a match? He's like, you can't smoke in here. He's like, no, I'm going to go smoke outside. But can I talk to your supervisor? He's really good at that. And then he turns into the uh, herpes. Sir, I got herpes simplex 10. Maybe you should <laughs> yep. tell him that. That was, yourself. Yeah, that was like, a good character. Yeah, so I, I, I think Axel Foley just does a great job of fucking, you know, being an undercover cop, kind of. Like, he is one of the best young detectives I could see. Or you could just argue that, that Eddie Murphy is fucking great at characters and improvising. Yeah, but for the world of Axel Foley. So, okay, we're, know, ta we're not talking, we're talking about yeah. this in the, okay, the, the world of yeah. the film. Okay, he, he's very sense. resourceful. He's yeah. very good. And the whole role, like, he hears the lady, and she's like, she hangs up. He's like, oh, people, the nerve of people yeah. trying to get a hotel room. Right. Without making a I, reservation. I have a reservation. It's under Axel Foley. <laughs> oh, it's Rolling Stone magazine, Axel Foley. And then the whole. Dude, like if Michael calls, tell him my room number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, great stuff. Um, and then when he's walking down the streets and sees the dudes wearing what he wore in Delirious, like that leather yeah, suit or whatever, that that red like, red leather. Yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I think he was laughing too because that was Michael Jackson's suit and thriller. And so he was like, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, uh, he also wore that in That's his funny. delirious special or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or something very similar with the red leather. 
And then I want to give a shout out to the bad guy, Victor Maitland, uh, who I just always know is the bad guy with the bump on his head because he's yeah. a bad guy in everything that he's in. Right between the fucking eyes. I too. literally don't know him from anything else other than this film. I think he's the he's like the uh, Nazi general in Indiana Jones and like, the Last oh, Crusade. I can see that. I can yeah. see that. He's very German. Very... And he's also a bad guy in, uh, fuck, what's it? The Borgias, which was a show on Showtime with Jeremy Irons. But anyway. Oh, I like Jeremy Irons. You, well, you wouldn't like it. It's a period piece. I like period pieces. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to that guy. He's always a bad guy. So, yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, I'll just I'll just kind of hit it. I really like Taggart and uh, Rosewood. Yeah. Uh, Judge Reinhold and John Ashton, Good chemistry. I guess. Good chemistry between those guys. I mean, they just do such a great job of being like kind of the reluctant, bumbling, buffoon-type guys, but they're really kind of smart and know what's going on, but I don't know. I, I really like those dudes. And when they're, like, some of the... Some of the shit that they say, like when they're waiting, when the shrimp salad gets delivered, he's shrimp like, Shrimp salad sandwich. You got extra mayo. Extra mayo. <laughs> and then they're waiting around and he's like, Listen to this. It says by the time an average American is 50 yeah. years old, he's got five, five pounds, pounds of, of undigested meat. red meat in his bowels. Why would you tell me something like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, eat a lot of you do eat a lot of red meat. What yeah, else did he say after stuff. that? Something too about. It's like, Now I know why you're so. You can't. No, relax. he says, I've been noticing you've been drinking a lot of coffee recently. Well,. I just think that's why maybe you have a hard time relaxing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nice sweater, Neil. Thanks. He's such a he's such he, Neil is I think who he is in real life. I know. He, d- yeah. Just a big old yeah. fucking sweetheart. Well, Charlie <laughs> has the best intentions all the time. Yeah, and even at the end of the movie when they're in the shootout and he's like, I just keep thinking about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. You know, at the end when they're surrounded by the whole Bolivian army. <laughs> Which they, is, get, they get murdered at the end of that yeah, movie. They well, get killed. It's implied they get murdered. Right, but you know they get murked. But anyway, so it's a bad time well, to bring it up. there wasn't a sequel, if that's what you mean. Yeah, bad Yeah, bad time to bring that up. And Taggart's like, why? Why? Or I'm going to make you pay for this eventually, Rosewood. But yeah, good stuff. Them not going along with the super cop thing was funny, too. Eddie Murphy, the super cop thing would have worked. That was funny. Well, yeah, the whole that, that was more Kevin Hart than Eddie Murphy. That was. And that plays out at the very end. When the guy tells a lie, and then right, and then it comes, Taggart, it all comes back around. Yeah, Taggart actually agrees. Yeah, no, that's uh, they come full circle. They uh, start off as the buy the book, Beverly Hills Police Department. We don't do anything. We don't ever buy the book. To, you know, they they Axel rubbed off on them, and they rubbed off on Axel. Confirming exactly, your and confirming my theory that he's gay. <laughs> he rubbed off on all oh. of them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and then I guess uh, just the last thing I have. Uh, I kind of went through those fast. Uh, last two things. I, I really like the shootout at the end. It does go on for a little while. Gives me Scarface vibes, the end of Scarface shootout. Yeah, that yeah, one guy up on the end. balcony. <laughs> yeah, a uh, little over to the top, but good action. That's, that's why I'm just waiting for Rob to do it. That's why I love it. <laughs> um, and then the last note I have, uh, I think it's funny when he finds out the LAPD is paying for his uh, hotel room. He's like, all right, well, then I'll take two of these robes. How much are they? $95. Money's, Money's not, not a enough. problem. I wish I wish they would have said what his bill actually was. Cause, and I, I, bring, I bring this up only it's because- like $243 bucks a night. It, no, it is actually 235 a night. And I wondered what what would 235 a night run in today's money, and the answer is 618 dollars and 74 cents per night. Wham! Yeah, yeah, that's a fancy fucking hotel room. Well, it's like he asked the guy when he checks in. He's like, "Is this place uh, expensive?" Not for Beverly Hills. (laughs) Um, But speaking of the robes, and this has nothing to do with the movie, really. Okay, Galveston. 
No, I recently found a robe that I didn't know that I had, so I've started wearing robes when I get out of the shower. It's very Keenan. How do you guys feel about robes? Do you guys wear robes at oh, all? Oh, gosh, ever? that's a great question. I personally am not a robe guy. I kind of like it. I find it hard enough to even wear the towel after the shower. I just kind of like to walk around naked. No, that's what's good about the robe. It's uh, it, you don't, you don't even have to be that dry. You know, you walk around, you sit on the couch, your balls are hanging out. Why do you have to have something to cover you, though? Just be naked. Well, because I got you windows. I got now. neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Blinds. <laughs> well, I got blinds, but... So here's a true story. The other day, it's, I got a bathroom. It's it, The bathroom's not in my bedroom. It's across the hall. Okay. And I have this window in my bedroom that I had the blinds open in. And I'm sitting in the bathroom pooping with the door open, minding my business. I go to start wiping. Oh, you have a door open? Uh, an open door policy? Well, it was just me and the dog there. So, uh, you poop know, out. I was pooping with oh, the door fair. open. Okay. You know, I was getting out. stuff done. It wasn't going to be a long poop. You know, I was kind of trying to get in and out. But okay. uh, I, sorry, I look over in my bedroom, like, I really like living in this house. I look over and notice that I can just see right, right through up. that window, right through my neighbors. Like, I didn't see anybody, but I was like, my God, that window can never open because <laughs> they're just going to see me at my most vulnerable. I kind of have you know? a, a similar, not totally similar story. What's but up, Howard? Kind of an embarrassing story. <laughs> I'm doing it again. <laughs> so the people who own the house, or I don't know if they still do, they were selling it next door to me. They were summer people, and they would come in a couple of, like, well, a couple times a month on the weekends, and their porch is that right outside that window that oh, only yeah. we, and, Rob's just getting it. No, no. So uh, <laughs> taking a number three. <laughs> I was not taking a number three. It's actually that that story's not that great because I was just looking out the window there. You can see their porch right there, and I was like, "Oh, is that them? Their porch?" And then they both look at me. I'm like, "Oh, fuck!" They just saw me looking at them, and then I just went into the bathroom. And the next thing I know, they're just off their porch. Well, because your bathroom faces there, too. So yeah. did you run in the bathroom and start looking at them through that window? No, no, what no, are they I didn't. Doing? I was, like, trying to hide. And it, and it was it was uh, a guy <laughs> and, his, and his wife, and they're both a little younger than me. And you could I could just tell, like, this fucking guy's looking at us. We're going The guy inside. and his wife. And oh, and they're, they're younger, younger than, than you? And they're younger than me, yeah. And they have this summer house? No, no, no. Their parents do. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That okay. shit drives me crazy. I was going to say, younger than you. Fuck. Yeah, no, that'd be pretty crazy if they could afford a second. If there they was were... a guy when I worked at T-Bones, he came in. He was probably like, oh, I was like 28, and he's he's probably just about 30. And he's like, yeah, I just bought my, my first summer house out here. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> he probably, I don't know, maybe he's very successful. I don't know the guy. Maybe, but probably but has mom and dad's money. Probably has family right. money. Normally, Which that's I'll how take. that goes. I'm not too mad. I would take that. Whatever, dude. Yeah, I don't. It, that, they didn't ask for it, you know, I we are very lucky to have a lot of things that we have. So. Oh no, I'm saying I would take the family money. Hey, for man. sure, I would too. Right. Uh, Keenan, you want to? That was the end of my notes. All right. You pause for a uh, I mean, there's no pausing. I'll just edit. Oh my god, that was disgusting. Oh my god, <laughs> it smells too. Dude, what was that? <laughs> that's the gr- like. That's the first time I've heard a oh. fart. That. That fucking... It's those damn cheese sandwiches. Oh, my God. God. It's the gas station cheese sandwiches he ate right before this fucking podcast. Dude, that smells terrible, and that still sounded way worse than it smells. I think I could taste it. Can you isolate that one? I can. We we could probably change the fart sound. It's not quite as crisp as... But... It wasn't? No, that was a lingerer. That sounded like you pooped. Yeah, like it sounded like, like it sounds you were like you need to wipe your ass. Yeah. It literally well, yeah, I had a little extra to give there at the end, but that's why I was I mean I thought it was fun. <laughs> so you want to isolate it, I'll send it to you. <laughs> that, that, might fill, that might fill the entire gap of the of the pour or the pee. I thought you had to go pee, but no, you were just fucking farting into the microphone. I'm confused. Yeah, do you to... still need to pee or, or was this just like you just wanted to do no, that? I never had to pee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, well we can we'll we'll press on. <laughs> I pressed. I pushed. 
I did. Oh I heard. My, God. my diaphragm. I smelled. Yeah, I did too. It was pretty gnarly. That was bad. It's a good thing I know and I care about listening to this podcast. I really like that one of the one of the lines that I thought was was really funny. I gave up a whole topic. Yeah, everyone that listens thinks you're a real piece of shit. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Damn. you. I love you, man. I one of the funnier lines that Eddie Murphy had I thought was when he was pulling up to the country club and he gives these keys to the valet and he goes, "Can you put us in a good spot? Because all this shit happened yeah, last, last time, time I parked here." <laughs> yeah, that's that's this good is shit. his fucking piece of shit. <laughs> His interactions throughout this movie are so fucking good. Oh yeah, they are. yeah. That's why. That's why this movie was so popular. Uh, why? Why? In, and this is not like something that's recently changed. It still happens in movies. Why in movies do cops always try the drugs? Like when they find him, like they open it up. Like you dug through a crate of coffee to find a fucking sealed bag of white powder. You're like, well, better make sure. Like dip his pinky in. It's like because they like goes, to get a little taste. You oh know? yeah, that's cocaine. It's like, dude, of course it is. They like, like to get a little. What taste. are the odds it's not? There's also a weird amount of stomach punches in this movie. There are a lot of stomach punches. There's a in weird this movie. amount of stomach punches. It's like they couldn't teach their actors how to hit in the face in a way that's acceptable to be filmed and look yeah. real. I don't like Taggart does it to Axel, then Vic's henchmen do it to Axel. It's like it's like they just they didn't want to do like a punch in the face. There's just a lot of fucking stomach punches in this movie. There are. And when he gets thrown through that window, that looked fucking brutal, man. That's, uh, I think they did a good job of making that look fucking rough. And, and the thing is, like, back in 84, like, people probably, probably weren't thinking this, but, yeah, dude, of course a black guy in, in Beverly Hills gets thrown through a window and, like, oh, you're under arrest for vandalizing this window, sir. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I said the LAPD was a piece of shit back then. And I don't mean to do a blanket statement, you know, on all police officers or anything. Um, I think there's a lot out there trying hard. But I've seen... A lot of documentaries on the corruption of the LAPD, dude. And, it's uh, it, it, especially in the '80s. So I I don't think cops are bad people. I think that if you want to say there's not an issue with police and violence against black people, I don't agree with you. And okay, <laughs> there. Yeah, uh, I was also surprised that there were, that LoJack was a thing back in '84 because they could track they track tag or um, Billy's car. Dude, like, it, I mean, it was a very primitive form of, you know, there was a screen, it was like, there's like a little light blinking and it was moving around. But I didn't think they had GPS, like, trackers in 84. That's yeah, pretty well, crazy. I mean, they had, uh, they had, like, little things, spies in the Cold War days, you know, that you could track people with and stuff like okay, that. So okay. it, it's yeah. very primitive. They had trackers in, like, James Bond movies in the 60s and 70s, you know? Yeah, but that's James, well, okay, that. This argument's not going to work all that great. But that's James Bond. Like, there's not real shit in James Bond all the time. Not all the time, but sometimes it A lot works. of times. Yeah. I don't think there's cars that can shoot missiles from their headlights. Well, they, that's what they want you to think. Oh, well, maybe. You know. Maybe. I also think it would be strange. So let's say the ending scene where they're taking Victor Maitland's house and, you know, well, eventually killing all of them. Let's say he Victor Maitland wins out on all that. How does he explain how he killed three Two LAPD detectives and one Detroit detective in his lawn with automatic, fully automatic weapons. Yeah, with a, with a task force. Yeah, Might have a couple militia. of questions to answer. Yeah, but I did get the feeling, and it's never really said at all, but the, like the, I don't know, the who's in charge of the whole fucking, I guess it was the lieutenant and then the chief. Yeah, the chief, the, 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 the kind of Irish sounding guy. guy. Yeah, 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 the old fuck. 
Um, I kind of got the feeling at one point in time is like, oh, they they were going to make him connected with Victor Maitland, and that's why I kind of got so, that feeling too. But they never went ahead and did it. But I kind of got the feeling, you know, that's the subtext. Is this the man that yeah. ruled the movie? Okay, where are we at? Uh, we're about to do tipsy trivia. Perfect. All right. Do you know what time it is? Got up. It's time for tipsy trivia. Maybe a little too early. No, that was that was pretty good. <laughs> could I could have done a live for you? No, I don't think we want that. No, I, we, we definitely I don't have an extra pair of underwear for you, Calvin. So right, no. Who, who wears underwear? Ugh. <laughs> You're back in that stage. Huh? Ugh. Only when I wear my light jeans. Jesus Christ! All right. By the way, you should try this. It's really fucking good. Twisted tea. It's this portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based question questions from the film. Twisted. If uh, Keenan and Calvin get three of the five right, I have to shotgun and they don't. If the opposite happens, they have to shotgun and I don't. But inevitably, we will all end up shotgunning. Not today, though, because Keenan's not shotgunning. But well, well, for the audience, they can think I am. Yeah. I win, hey. Number one. Numer Eins. Who was the role of Axel Foley originally <laughs> written for? Eddie Murphy. A, Bruce Willis, B, Sylvester Stallone, C, Al Pacino, or D, Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor. Yeah, I got it. Okay, Keenan? We give him to me again. Bruce Willis, Sylvester Stallone, Al Pacino, Dick Pryor. Sylvester Stallone. Uh, yes, the answer was B. Sylvester Stallone All right. was originally supposed too. to star yeah, in this that's movie. That's he's getting you with. I'm so sorry, guys. A comedian. Didn't we say we talked about something like that? Uh, didn't we when we did? Uh, I feel like it does. It does ring a bell. Yeah, because we said he wanted too much control or something like that, and they were like, "No." Well, we get to that in a later question. In fact, the last question. Oh. Number two, over under seven and a half. Starting with this movie, how many consecutive Eddie Murphy movies opened number one at the box office? Under. Over. Seven. So including this movie, it was seven straight. Number one. That's pretty fucking good. That yeah, is. that's incredible. That's an incredible run. And then he, he had 24 subsequent films that never opened up number one at the box office. <laughs> but still, that's a lot of fucking movies. Oh, it's insane. It, yeah, that's th- really th- good. That run is unheard he just of. He likes to work. That is unheard of. Number three, true or false, Eddie Murphy wanted actual strippers and not actors for the strip club scene. True. True. It is true. All the strippers were professional exotic dancers with no acting experience. All right. I think she likes me. <laughs> Your dick's hard. My dick's hard. Uh, well, oh, boss dick can't get hard. <laughs> number right. number four. Stay flaccid. Over under 20 years, how many years was this movie the highest grossing rated R film of all time? What? Over under 20 years, how many years was this movie the highest grossing rated R film of all time? Film or comedy? Film. Okay. Over under 25. 20. Over under 20 years. How many years so, was this movie the highest gracing so rated R movie of all time? Yeah, so pretty much did any R-rated movies between 84 or and 2004? 2004? Oof, that's a good question. Think about it. Remember what I told you? 14 million grossed 315 million. Stop trying to lead us on like that, Rob. I'm just trying to give you some perspective. Under. Okay, Keenan. <laughs> Over. It was under. Nine, it was 19 years. It uh, was surpassed by The Matrix Reloaded in 2003. What? Okay. Really? Yeah. Right. That was the first movie to overtake um, the highest grossing rated R film. Reloaded. 
I'm pretty sure it's uh, Deadpool is beaten oh, that since. Yeah, I have, think so. Yeah, had to have. And then I don't know, but Logan was really fucking good. Too. Logan may have done it first before Deadpool. No, did. Logan was after Deadpool. Oh, you're right. Deadpool was what kind of made Logan happen because right. Deadpool. They saw rated R. Yes, could they be, saw that. Oh, people right. will, will go see rated R superhero right. films. Right. Oh, yeah. And Logan was fucking good. Oh, so I loved it. Was it. Really it was good. so good. What a way for Hugh Jackman so to good. go out. Yeah, absolutely. I hope, I, don't, I hope he doesn't come back because that's the perfect way for him to go. Yeah. I love Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Speaking of someone who might be gay. Hey, man. Uh, they th- there are rumors that he might be gay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you were saying about you because you said you loved him. Oh, well. Hey. There's a lot of... Uh, do we really know? There's a lot of Reddit buzz around the uh, obtuse insult perhaps being uh, homosexual. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm honored to be on yeah. Reddit. Yeah, it's Romanian Reddit, though. <laughs> it is Romanian Reddit. It is It is all Romanian Reddit. It's called Roddit. <laughs> Romanian. So Roddit. Get it. Go. Don't worry about me. We got cocaine and car. <laughs> Number five. Wait, wait, wait. I hit three. I got two, three, and four. I'm really happy for you. I've got two, right? Yeah. So, number five, Keenan. Sylvester Stallone famously quit this film. Why did he quit? Was it A, because of a creative disagreement with the director? Was it B, because he didn't like the way his co-star smelled? C, he didn't like the orange juice in his trailer? Or D, they wouldn't let him direct the film? They wouldn't let him direct the film. D. The answer is actually C. He didn't like the orange juice in his trailer, so he quit. What? No fucking way. Yep. Ah, oh, what a prima donna. Sly was being a little bit of a bitch. Yeah. I'll I thought it. we sent. This is not the orange juice I asked for. <laughs> I am the orange juice. I am the blah about vitamin C. How many times did it I, just, I bet they got him that terrible. fucking plastic carton, though, of orange juice, which is gross as shit. I said you know, I like... Well, they just do, like, the fake stuff. Like, yeah. there's no pulp. It, pulp. I said I like some at least, pulp. At least Not give me some pulp. Florida's <laughs> own. Extra pulp. You know? Tropicana. Oh, you know what? I wouldn't have been mad if it were Tang, though, if I were him. It's a kick in the glass. Tang, yeah. I love... And in a pouch. <laughs> and Tang commercials probably had bananas and tailpipes, too. Yeah, a lot of monkeys <laughs> in those commercials. Full fucking Whoa. circle, boys and girls. Whoa. That's what we do for you. There are a lot of monkeys in those commercials. In space. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, Scottoosh. Drinking buddies. All right. The echo's still going. Buddies, 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 buddies. Yeah, the one. If I talk to the guy again, I'll be like one thing. Like, yeah, maybe a little less <laughs> reverb, reverb on that. Um, so portion of the podcast where we choose a character from the film that we would get irresponsibly shit faced, fucked up, shivo, drunk with. Keenan, who is your drinking buddy? I know I usually try not to do this, but I'm drinking with Axel Foley. That's fine. Yeah, asshole Foley, asshole fo- Ahmed Foley, <laughs> asshole Foley, uh, Axel Foley, Ish- Ishmael Foley. Uh, yeah, Axel Foley. I'm drinking with Eddie. Well, we know Rob's Mikey because he thinks he's gay. I mean, Mikey be cool, but no, that's not my choice. Huh. Um, you're up. Okay, Billy. I like Billy. That's a good one. Billy is a good one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it'd he's... It'd be fun to go drink. No, it'd be fun to, because I feel like he doesn't drink a lot. And and once he cuts loose. It's almost like he, he's all, he reminds me of Boo Boo. And that, like, he's almost that guy that just, oh, I had too much to drink. My my face is getting red. I, so I, so I should probably stop. Like, he'd be fun to drink with. That story is from, like, <laughs> way long time ago. Oh, too. yeah, like 15 years ago. Yeah, probably. Um, Who are you drinking with, Calvin? I really hadn't thought of that before this. 
So, um, <laughs> well, we only do the segment every time we record. I know. Yeah. I just, I obviously, I'd want to go with Axel, but I got to think of. You can go with Axel. You can you come, who, come along. Who I think I'd like to drink with? Who? Uh, probably the um, the bad guys at that table at the country club. Victor okay. Maitland so and Victor Mike Maitland, from Breaking Bad. Yeah, I, and Mike Ehrman. Yeah, Trout. I think that'd be a fun. That'd be a fun dinner. Why? <laughs> I'm saying cocaine why? at a fancy why? place. Why else? <laughs> well, do you no, think? this is a public country club. They're not doing cocaine. They're not busting out rails on the the fine dining tables. It's the 80s. Maybe in the bathrooms. Definitely in the bathrooms. Yeah. See, yeah. that's why Calvin's She's there. Got like 400 fucking texts from work. Oh. Well, work the work the work is on fire. We don't need no work. Let work. the motherfucker burn. Yeah. yeah. All right. Rotten Tomatoes over under. The critics, I will set at an 84%. Under. Over. Under 83%. Calvin fucking knows. Yeah, I, I think you're... I g- swear to God, I don't. All right. Okay. All I know is uh, the Amazon is 7.1. That's... The, first of all, we don't do Amazon. And, or is Amazon a 7.1? I don't know if they do ratings like that. IMDb. Is 7.5? Oh. No. Four? No. Damn it. 7.1. No. Maybe I was looking 7. at. 7. Maybe I was looking at the audience. Might have been looking at the surround sound. <laughs> o- audience, I will set at an eighty-four percent over. Calvin, wait, was it again seventy-four? Eighty-four. Eighty-four. Over. Eighty-four. Uh, under eighty-two percent from the oh. audience. Wow, the critics gave it better than the audience did, huh? They did, huh. and uh, an IMDb is a seven point three. Damn, oh. the one oh. I didn't say. Hold on one second. Larry, quiet. <laughs> Larry, 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 Larry. I in, that's an actual 70s song. I thought that song was created for... Oh, that's a real song? That's a real song. Oh, I didn't like, know that. I thought that song, that was a theme song for the, the Louis show. And it, no, that's that's a real song. Huh. Yeah. There you go. I heard it I heard it on... My, no my dad was playing, I don't know, some, some 70s radio station on um, Sirius. And I was like, whoa, why is Louis' theme song on? He's like, no, no, this is a real fucking song, you idiot. <laughs> you mean 70s on 7? Maybe. It is. It's channel 7. Uh, Real Buzz ranking, I give this a three and a half beers out of five. Really? That's it? I'll give it a four. Three and a half beers out of five. I'll probably go with four. Yeah, I'll go four. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it. No, no, no. I enjoyed it. Three and a half beers out of five is pretty good. good. I enjoyed it. It was one of those movies that anytime was on TV, no matter where it was, I would stop and watch it. Yeah, I liked it. And Eddie Murphy, obviously, this is, I don't know if it's Eddie Murphy's coming out party, but no pun intended with uh, the whole- The gay theory. Yeah, with Axel Foley being gay. But uh, this is really when he- he started that run of seven straight number one opening weekend in the box office. That's incredible. Well, and it stood for 19 years as the number one rated years, R. Man. Yeah. That's crazy. Highest grossing. So, yeah. Good for this movie. Before some R? shitty Wachowski movie. Well, there's some shooting in it, some strippers, some, some cuss words. Uh, Axel Foley says fuck quite a bit. Yeah. A lot of times, actually. There's Yeah, there, there's bare breasts, as we talked about in the plot keywords. It has to be rated R, though. It was directed by a guy yeah. whose last name is Breast. <laughs> Perfect. You know? Martin Breast. Yeah. Martin. <laughs> but anyway, there you go. I like it. would be cool if you had a brother named like. <laughs> so Rob has a shotgun. Because I got it right. All right. So I'm the, am I literally the only one doing it? Well, you should do it with Keenan. me. You should do it with you me. You should do it with me. Why? Why me? I'm going to go pee while you get, guys figure it out. You want to get panked? I want to get panked? I wondered where all my bottle caps went. I was like, I know that I've. <laughs> they were Rob's. <laughs> Yeah, I've just been fucking with him. What is this? Bud Select. It, what do you mean it left? I need your keys. 
No, no, I no, I have to go into the audio. No, it's no, it, we can't do it. To, no, no, I can find it, but yeah, when we're done recording, I'll be able to get it real quick. No, we're still recording. I can't, I can't isolate something while it's still recording. Hey, can you please? God damn, you're not close to a mic. No one can hear the fuck you're saying. Fucking dead air, I've got to cut out. No. I'm not ready. Three, two, one. Because it's cold. Who won? Did I win or did you win? You lost big time. You can't even smell like that. That is not fun. I don't know why you guys enjoy that shit so much. What do you mean enjoy enjoy it? Enjoy what? Enjoy shotgun? I don't really enjoy shotgunning. She loves shotgunning? Oh my god, she loves shotgunning. The younger generation loves it. Yeah. My brother loves it. Uh, Well, I I guess we probably did too at their their age. She didn't really do high school and all that stuff, so like recently. Yeah, she's just discovered it. First time my cousin's the beach. I think the first time I shotgunned a beer, I was 18 years oh old, God. maybe. Like, There's a lot of social media going around with people shotgunning, so I think she's probably caught up in that. Yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen that Facebook group called Quarantine Chugs. Yeah, oh. people. Yeah, people. Well, no, that was this. This was like three years ago. Yeah. Oh, well, OK. Well, there you go. Well, I guess I don't have anything else. I think this ends another wonderful episode of Real Buzz Takes. We're the Real Buzz crew. So your, your penis was in here the whole time. <laughs> Calvin, go ahead and take us out. Yeehaw! We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. Eh, eh, eh. Oh, that was bad. Oh, thank you.